Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. Friday, March 1st. Welcome to the Sports Gloss with Justin and Jamal. I'm Jamal Cox. I'm joined by Justin, Michael, Patrick, Liam, Edward, Kelly the Third. Say hello to the people. It's a long name, but it's mine, Jamal. How <laughs> nice to see you, pal. It's a Friday, March 1st. March 1st. Can Got you here. believe it? No. You know, here we are on Friday, March 1st. It's getting late in the evening. And, you know, it's just nice to see you. Episode, what episode are we at here on the Sports Club? 47. Episode 47. Wow. I'll tell you, I turned down literally um, 50 to 60 social uh, engagements tonight to hang out with you here in Little Owl Studios. <laughs> if you catch my sarcasm, pal, happy to be here. Happy to see you. Likewise. It's the first of the month. Wake up. Wake, wake up, up. Wake Let's up. Let's go. Yeah. Yes, sir. First of the month. And wait, wait, before March 1st, March yes, 1st, this yes. is a callback to a couple episodes ago. I got to tell, I got to tell you this. Now, I don't like to swear early in the pod. I like to keep it PG early while the kids are listening, but I'll tell you one thing, JC, that Puxatawney Phil, that motherfucker's a liar. That guy's a liar. <laughs> that little ferret. <laughs> yeah, he's a dirty. I'm moment. riding my bike over here tonight. It's cold as shit out there tonight. I know we've been got the some... gloves on. I got the reflective jacket. It's just sorry for the language this early, but I just not feeling it. We've had some torrential uh, downpours of uh, rain as well in the past week or so. So I don't know what that marmot was up to, but it hasn't been great. Groundhog. March, they always say in like a lion, out like a lamb. It's good. Right now, it's definitely feeling like a lion. It's brutal. <sighs> How you living? You all right? I'm doing all right. There's a lot of sunshine today. 6, a, 6 p.m. Uh, sunset, and uh, next week it'll be 7 p.m. Yeah, we're getting there. So we're getting there. That's uh, it's keeping me going. Mm-hmm. Keeping me going. Mm-hmm. Hanging on by a thread, as you like to say. Absolutely. How's your week? Uh, how's the the wonderful world of the wild men? You guys are on a playoff push right oh, now. Oh, you want me to talk about my Tier 4 men's league hockey team? I'd be happy to. The people are clamoring for more. They are clamoring. I got a few DMs that they're clamoring. I'll give you a little bit, and I don't want to oversell it. But uh, the Wildmen, we're deep We're deep in the playoffs now. We just finished game three of the playoffs. In our league, we go double knockout. Okay. Lose two, you're out. We, um, we won the first one as we had a... Really interesting technicality where uh, somebody ran the goalie, parentheses me, Yeah, I ran the goalie, and the goalie apparently had a, yeah, we don't need to tell the whole story, but he decided he could no longer play, so we won that game by forfeit. Yes. Fast forward to the next one, uh, I believe it was a 10.30 Sunday night start. Excuse me? 10.30 on a Sunday, we started playoff game two. Yikes. Unfortunately, I had a 4.45 a.m. wake-up call work-related at a Zoom meeting. Yes. Um, work-related, so I didn't make it. But um, we lost that game. That was Sunday. Fast forward to Wednesday, it was at 10.45.45. Oh, okay, later. A little bit later, 15 minutes oh. later. Yeah. yeah, not bad. Quarter to 11, the kids call it. <laughs> Quarter to, I'm asleep. 
for an hour. Uh, yeah. So, um, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, it's the playoffs, so we we're trying to be there. Anyway, and we won that game eight two. Nice. Wow. Wildman were buzzing that night. Uh, your boy eighty nine had a nice night at the office. Uh, found the back of the net a couple of times, and also in that game got um, got someone else on the other team really angry at me. So that's so you know wow I, they, yeah. Again, I'm talking about this in a comical. This is not important. This is a comical, joking way. But um, you know, I've always been a playoff player, JC, and uh, <laughs> I was I was I readily admit I was pretty lukewarm during the season. And um, I've turned it up, turned up the heat in the playoffs, and um, we play on Wednesday. If, if, and um, and it is a big if. One game at a time, one shift at a time. Pucks in deep, uh, hard in the corners. Four check, back check, paycheck. You're talking about hockey? Yeah. Well, you know I'm talking about hockey because I'm inserting <laughs> the cliches for you. For you, they also sound very sexual, but. <laughs> There's always that. <laughs> yeah. There's always that. Um, so if we win that game, and again, I'm not looking ahead, but if we win on Wednesday, which actually you play at Save On Foods. You ever play in front of 8,009 empty seats on a Wednesday <laughs> night at 1045? Empty. Yeah. Because let me tell you, it's exhilarating. <laughs> the echoes. Just the seats looking back at you. It's just... <laughs> and that barn, which... Here we are in Victoria on the southern tip of Vancouver Island, as I always say. That barn is so hot. Sweltering. Really? Sweltering. I don't know how those 16 to 21-year-olds get it done in there, man. It's hotter than a pistol. I didn't know that. Okay. It's so warm. It's so warm. I mean, you're on that WHL level. You should be just <laughs> hydrating before and just sweating well, I'm out. Well, always, I'm always slipping a note under the door like, hey, you looking for an overager? <laughs> Some 40-year-old ham and egger who thinks he's good. I scored two goals last yeah, game. Yeah. yeah, one was a one went off my ass, off my off hey, my face. As long as it goes. Hey, gotta be there. Yeah. Gotta be there. Anyway, so we have a game on Wednesday. If we win on Wednesday, and again, I'm not counting that egg before it hatches, but if we win on Wednesday. Yes, sir. At the aforementioned Save on Foods Memorial Center in front of eight thousand and nine empty seats, we enter a best of three. Mm-hmm three game series for the cup yes sir and and all signs point to we're going to be playing the aforementioned team where the goalie quit after i took a little after it was way he was way outside the crease when i ran him by the way call me old school but you you venture a few feet out of the crease you're a player at that point you're not a goalie it's like a quarterback outside of the uh the the pocket yeah you're out there you're you're open for business as far as i'm concerned yeah and uh, so we, if we win the next game again, if we we'll play the maybe play that team in the final, but yeah, it's fun. Um, yeah, the, the ice times suck, but you know that's what you get in tier four. Do you get like a one a.m. ice time at BC Place in the finals? Yeah, we should, we should, we should. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, it sort of feels like that at times, right? It's all right though. Like that's there's cool. nothing like going home after a 10:45 start and having a bowl of yogurt 1:30, and just knowing you got to wake up in four hours. Woo. Nothing like that on a Wednesday to make you feel alive, Jamal. <laughs> but you know what? You do it for the love. You do it for the guys in the room. You do it. It's great. Yeah. It's great. The Wildmen. We got a tight knit group. Great team. Wonderful guy. Ga- wonderful cats. So um, you know, happy to do it. 
No, that's great. Most of the time. One last point before we move on here. Go on. So, like, multi-goals, multi-goal night plus agitating the other team, like Brad Marchand. Or Marchand? 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 However they say it in New Brunswick. I just say no's. But... Remember when when Brad Marchand was what was he licking people or biting people? Remember that he was doing Both? that. Yeah, he was know. he was going face to face and licking people. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super spreader. <laughs> but uh, jokes aside, you score two goals and you agitate the hell out of someone. Is that like the beer league equivalent of a Gordy Howe hat trick? It is. Yeah. Good. Well put. Yep. Yep. It is. Yeah. That was the first time in a long time someone we got off the ice and the guy was asking me to fight in the area between the ice and the locker rooms. He sort of came up to me. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, asking asking if we want to go. And my response is as always was sure. <laughs> sure. Like an old Matt Rimpy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I don't know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if you walk down here, it's funny. It's funny now as we talk about aging and, and you're a couple of years older than me and I'm still struggling with 40 until I hit 41 in a couple of months, but it, we're now playing, you know, I can remember this team was all 25 year olds, Ugh. right? 25 yeah. Yeah. on a Wednesday night. They got the vim and vigor. They got oh, the piss yeah. and vinegar. They can handle it, right? So it's funny. We're playing this team of 25 year olds. They got lots of bodies. They got lots of legs. And we kind of feel like a bunch of old stray dogs out there. <laughs> you got the job done. They, it too. They, it was a different, thank you. It was a different arena and then we can get off it. But they had fans show up to support them on Wednesday night at 1045. Instagram like, models. Wait, it gets better. They had like 10, 10 people in their little section. This wasn't the, the building that seats 8,009. This was a separate local rink. Yeah. They had 10 young, just to paint a picture, like sort of like hipster looking 23 to 26 year olds. And I loved their section. They were loud. They were boisterous. They were giving it to us. They were talking smack. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. They're dr- they were drinking by the third period. <laughs> by the third period, I saw one uh, young man, one young man in bad pants, as they all are. <laughs> um, he was dr- he was drinking like smoking cannabis out of a pipe <laughs> in the. St- in the stands, and that would have been at about 11.45, about an hour into it. Never too late to turn up. They were drinking, smoking in the stands, and I'm like, I'm like, how can you be mad at that? It's so it's freaking great. Man, those government employees go hard on a midweek night. <laughs> they had 10 people there going hard, as you said. <laughs> we didn't have a soul in the place. And they had to go home with a six-point deficit. I took that L. <laughs> Fucking put that in your pipe and smoke it, Liam. <laughs> Little piss ant. Anyway, yeah, thanks for asking. Wildmen are buzzing. The playoffs are still alive. And and the first March, let me say, March Madness is here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're the, the, the start. is like the uh, the tip of the spear there. We're going to get more into March Madness later in the episode for sure. I want to say one other thing while we're talking March. I'm, I'm going to repeat myself later, but I want to say it now. No matter where you're living, we got listeners in Canada. We got listeners in the United States. If you can, if you can fit it in your schedule, go watch some regional high school basketball or go watch some regional college basketball. Yeah. Go watch some hoops. 
now's the time to go watch some live basketball. Go, if you're in Canada, go watch the CCA. Go watch the college kids. If you're in one of the areas where the U sports teams are playing here in Canada, go watch the next round. If you're in the state of Virginia or anywhere in the States, everywhere is playing playoff basketball. We all know the NCAA, which is so much more obvious. The men's and women's are going to get really crack-a-lacking here in a couple of weeks. But more locally, wherever you are, Go check out some hoops, JC. That's my that's my PSA for the week. That's a good one for sure. Yeah, I know. Uh, on the home front, Oak Bay just got the job done. The high school team, and then as well, uh, the dynasty continues with UVic, and they're headed off to Quebec to see what they can get uh, done in the next couple uh, days or weeks, I should say. Here, mm-hmm. so yeah, catch the fever, March catch Madness, fever. catch the fever. Yeah, survive sure. in advance. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, gear. I'm coming out a little hot. No, that's good. I like it. I like it. March 1st, coming in like a lion, like I said. I want to shift gears a bit and talk a little bit about parenting. I got a couple of things let's on the docket. It. Yeah, let's have it. So for me, this is actually some some positive things. Like for so many years and so much time, it's been a situation where we've kind of had to divide and conquer with like watching shows. It's like kind of like, oh yeah, we're going to watch your, you know, your Paw Patrol. You're going to watch... Canadian, uh, by the way, Paw Patrol. Yeah, shout out. Hey, that dominate the the landscape out Do they there. Ever. Everybody knows about Ryder. Oh man, it's... <laughs> you know my old line. I got that tattoo on my ass. <laughs> Paw Patrol plays in my house. I must admit, it pains me to admit, but Paw Patrol lives a good life in my house. By the way, Paw Patrol geographically doesn't make sense to me. Is it Vancouver or San Diego? Mm. Because you've got beach. And it's always sunny, but then they're always close to the mountains. mountains yeah. There's water. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's a lot happening. It's the Comox Valley. Oh, okay. God's it's the Comox it. Valley. <laughs> you're, you're right about that, JC. Yeah, there we go. go. On. So we kind of shifted gears in my household where we've been in that. We've aged out of that. We've aged out. Yeah. Uh, my kids are seven and almost 10 now. Mm-hmm. And I found that like. Honestly, it just really comes down to us, give like the parents giving ourselves permission to do so. But we've been watching, you know, more older content. So we've been watching like more Star Wars, travel shows. I sent you like an Instagram or like a pic earlier of us watching like a, a food travel show we like to watch. Mm-hmm. Sports, documentaries, things of these nature. Sports is always great because I could just be like, hey, like let's look at how Curry's jumper is. Or like let's look at uh, Ben... Shelton play tennis or whatever it is, and it's educational and enjoyable. That being said, this is a cool time. Like, I just feel like I just want to acknowledge, like, this is really cool. Where I can watch these things, maybe get the occasional, like, curse word in there. I was going like, to say, you got to watch the language. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> but overall, we can kind of, uh, you know, mitigate that and play it down. Oh, shit, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Dante's already apt to... To jump to a four letter, yeah. but um, <laughs> that being said, it's really cool time. And, and yeah, so so what's working for the four of you here at Casa de Cox? What's something that's working for all four of you that you everyone enjoys? If I can get specific, we just got into the Star Wars movies, like rewatching them, like the OGs or the, the OGs. most recent. Yeah, the OGs. Mm. They've been into that, and then as well, there's like Disney has these animated. Um, it's like the Clone Clone Wars, I believe, and like Bad Batch, if you're so inclined. Anyway, they're animated. 
they have some depth to them and it all connects to the star wars story which my kids are really into they've got like lego sets like kind of you know emulating scenes from different uh movies and things so so that's really spoken to them and then like travel shows is just fun like just mm-hmm. like, watch like hey like we watched a show tonight somebody feed phil he was in washington dc we go to dc every summer when sure. i'm home so it was really resonating with them it was like hey like they can oh, place yeah. it a little bit i've been to we walked by ben's chili bowl cool yeah like it's really cool so those things have been nice just to be like you know watch like eat our dinner and then like watch a sh- like a episode of something and it's been really cool and it's been nice because i feel like it gives us a little bit more to talk about and a little bit more to connect on do you find that with your group like are you at home can you watch shows that stimulate you and the children at the same time mm-hmm. what well, we watch that hits that category you just described i mean we're big I mean, here's where you and I delineate a little bit is that you're more a Netflix streamer kind of person. Yeah. Both with the family and with the sporting. And I'm basic cable to the end. But what works at our house, to your point, man, we love the we love the Food Network. Oh, it's great. So we're watching, if we're watching some, why well, I ask you what, what works for all four of you, what works for all five of us at Casa de Kelly is... Usually something on the Food Network. It's yeah. either sports or something on the Food Network. A little kids baking championship, or a little um, Bobby Flay taking on random a li- a little contestants. Be- a little beat Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, something in that category. My my kids love cooking, and my partner loves cooking, and I love cooking too. So it's usually something in that in that group is something that works for everybody. That's a nice uh, nice little formula you got there because i agree like the cooking is just like gets them excited i know my kids are get excited oh like oh i would try that like i would yeah. eat that so it is cool to have that vibe going on as well staying in parenting mm. another thing and this is the other side of the coin go on <laughs> there's always another side oh yeah as much as i praise them there's always me just being over here hate 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 hate, hate. so i was watching some stuff on Instagram today and it was just talking about how we're one of the last generations that knew what life was like prior to the internet. We've straddled this line where we <laughs> have this pre-internet life mm-hmm. for a portion and then, you know, in our latter years we've been living in this internet material world if you were shout to Madonna. Yeah. And it's funny to me when my kids come to me, they come to me and they're just like, "I'm bored." Like they just finish doing something on a screen or doing something outside and they come in, I'm bored. And I understand that it's a product of a shorter attention span mm-hmm. and just the modern world. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like today I just had like a moment where I was just thinking like I had a almost like a wish or like a reverence for boredom. Mm. And what I mean by that, I was just thinking about how many times as an only child, as you can attest to as well, yep. how we're just sitting there and just like, damn, I'm bored right now. I'm just going to go outside and shoot hoops. I'm going to make 50 shots or whatever. I'm going to sure. go ride my bike as far as I can <clears throat> that my parents will allow me to. Yeah. I'm going to go see how hard I can throw a fastball. I don't know, whatever the fuck it is that sure. you're excited about. Sure. Whereas I found like my kids, and maybe this is <laughs> just me and my kids, Yeah. little less resilience, and there's like this just 
proclivity just to be like, Ugh, I'm not stimulated immediately. <laughs> I can't just what I could type things. I could type anything or like even like speak into a device and it can bring me anything into the world. Yeah. And it just blew my mind. And I know I'm saying like really uh Brzgalov, like galaxy brain here. Yeah. But just the notion that in the same lifetime, we were in a, a oh, place man. Oh, where we were man, so yeah. far accelerated where it was like you and I were like fucking playing solitaire, <laughs> like doing real basic shit, like only a couple decades ago. Mm-hmm. And now our kids could want for nothing, but it still find them. At least my kids still find themselves. Think about, think bored. about, think about how people of our parents age feel, right? Like even more so, even more so, you know, they went from, almost not having a phone that's a bit of a stretch but almost not rotary. having <laughs> very basic rotary yeah to now where we're at with tech so what do you say to your kids when when they say they're bored what's your response i usually hit them with some sarcasm like oh, i wish i could be bored grab a rake <laughs> but you know what like it comes back to this sometimes where they have these grandiose ideas of who they want to be and it's funny because the work ethic doesn't match the ambition. Sure. So they'll sit there and they'll say something where it's just like they've been watching something online and like somebody's been making like trick trick shots. Like we sure. talked about last week about the possibility of like playing horse at the All Star Dude, game. perfect. Dude, perfect. Thank you. And they're just like, oh yeah, I want to be a professional insert sport here when I grew up. And I was just like. <laughs> You better get the fucking grinding. I was like, let's go outside and make 200 shots. Mm-hmm. Let's get the form right. Let's do like let's do some push-ups right now. Now, this is a slippery slope, but I do have a little <laughs> bit of a point to make here. Okay, this is a slippery slope. I love it. Go. Um, now, even less so, I mean, let's, let's be clear. Like, I'm guilty of this too. Phones are the problem. This yeah. computer in our pocket full of dopamine and distractibility, that's the problem that we're all dealing with. Black right? mirror, yeah. Whether, whether we're aware of it or not, or however much we choose to be aware of it or not, we're all we're all there, right? Um, now, latest research shows that as long as you, the furthest you can wait till your kids get as old as possible to cave and get them this device is the best thing for mental health. Yeah, that's what that's what they're saying. Now, that's obviously up to every parent's discretion how they want to do that. There's different ways to skin that cat, pros and cons. But but what we don't see anymore is, man, I used to take this long ass bus ride home from school. Yeah. Right. And then I had this long walk after I got off the bus in deep, dark corner of the Lord's Hamlet in Black Creek. And. I didn't have a distraction. So what was I forced to do? And this is really my point, JC, is I was forced to think about and marinate on the things that happened in my day. I was for, I was forced to process yes. the pros and cons, the highs and lows, the interesting and uninteresting. And, and I think there's something to that sort of brain scrubbing to make up a word on this spot that is helpful that was helpful to to kids of our age group back in the day and I, and kids today don't have that because they are 
quick to fill in that time with something visual or audible. A distraction. A distraction. So they don't have that time to think back and ponder that social situation that was awkward or, um, or great. They don't have that. Yeah. Right? They don't have that moment of reflection or those moments of reflection because they're on to something else, a distraction, as you said. So I do think that that piece is really important. You don't you don't have that anymore. Or or the walk home, the aforementioned walk home on the bus or off the bus with your neighbor and you you're just shooting the breeze and yeah. just talking whatever, you know. So I, I do think that's a piece that's missing with kids today. And it's not their fault. I'm not hammering them today. They don't have that. But but I think that little piece is kind of important and, and I don't think people realize how important it it was or you know, like I think that's a little a little there's something to that. And and kids today, junior high, high school kids, adults just don't just don't have that be again because we have this computer. We have this computer in our pocket that we're all addicted to because it gives us something and, you know. I agree. I think that's a great call and, and that's very astute of you because it's so true that we have these distractions versus, like you were saying, having those organic interactions where there's, frankly, like nothing else to do like but process. And in the end, I feel like benefited me, maybe benefited you as well, maybe also added to my neuroses. But sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. But also just like um, it was cool just to have that decompression that I think we all need versus like nice word. moving on to the next, uh, you know, 90 second thing. That's the, next hit. Gonna, the like, next hit. Exactly. A dopamine hit. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy like navigating and just trying to figure this all out as a parent and how we can still have attentive, empathetic young people that we're, you know, feeding those, those positive things at the same time as combating the pull, the, the, like just magnetic pull of, uh, of the devices. And I'm, and I'm a culprit cause I'm sitting there being somewhat hypocritical cause I'm just like scrolling and I was like, you guys should go read or whatever. <laughs> I'm reading, I'm reading too. I'm reading Instagram, Ooh. but yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's a good reminder. It's a good uh, reflection to to take with us for sure. And, and it's a delicate balance. Like it's a, we're all walking that tightrope, and you know, it's a, it's tough. Sometimes dads had a tough day. That's right. Sometimes I had a long day. Yeah. And I just need to shut off, and just watch LeBron James block shots repeatedly on Instagram. <laughs> but you can't do it. No. No. Read your studies. <laughs> we're talking about parenting i want to talk about chivalry hmm. dave Chappelle once said chivalry is dead and women killed it <laughs> <laughs> like a true dave Chappelle quote so i was thinking about this a little bit this week i had some things that popped up and cropped up and i want to talk about chivalry and entitlement Okay. And specifically, I want to talk about women and toilet seats. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really, gonna... really wading into the lava. <laughs> it's true. I'm going to get out in front of this and say two things that may be contradictory. 
Okay. But also, okay. Think about well, our think about our women listeners too. Yes. First of all, I want all the smoke. Of which there are thousands. <laughs> I want all the smoke. And in the same time, I love my wife. Mm-hmm. I love my mother. Mm-hmm. I respect women and all they do. Mm. And all of this is purely in a joking way. Of because course. I know what women put up it's with. It's entertainment. Women put up with so much on a daily. Oh, let's be clear. Women are the toughest the toughest species on planet Earth. Exactly. You, you watch your partner give birth? <laughs> I mean, say no more. Forever changed. For say no more. I mean, they're the toughest. Exactly. Yeah. That being said, they're not tough when it comes to the toilet seat not being down. Easy. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I want to approach this. Mm. I want to talk about this a little bit more. Okay. They've trained us, Justin. Yeah, they have. They're smart. They're smart. Mm-hmm. And they've really honed in and trained us to put the toilet seat down. And if we don't put the toilet seat down, yeah. we're the ones making an egregious error that is impacting their lives to a point where it's almost, you know, you can't come back from it. No. All this being said, I think there's a lot of privilege here. <laughs> I like this angle. I like this pushback. Go on. I live in a house uh-huh. where we've got three penises, three males, right. yeah, one woman. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I live in a house, one penis. Yes. One P, four V. Exactly. So yeah. it might be a bit different for you. Yeah. And I know that you might be uh, holding back here, but I'm not going to. I won't hold back and you shouldn't either. Yeah. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting down every time, if you're sitting down to pee, you're sitting down to poo, yeah. you need to look before you sit. You need to, if you're going to shit, you need to sit, so you need to look. Easy. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to shit, you got to sit. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, okay? Yeah. So my beef here is this. Mm-hmm. Don't yell at me from the bathroom for more toilet paper. Right. When you're in a shallow puddle because you didn't look and you sat down, that's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the light on. If the light's not on, whatever, your problem. You need to look before you sit down. If I know every time I'm going to sit, if I know every time I'm going to use toilet paper, I need to check that there's ample toilet paper to meet my needs, and I need to know (laughs) that there is a situation that is conducive to success for me to make use of the bathroom. Yep. What do I need? What what do I need that's going to make this successful? Is some sort of toilet paper. Toilet paper and the seat down. Shit tickets. <laughs> exactly. And here's my beef. Whenever there is a complaint mm. from my wife, oh, the seat isn't down, and typically your it isn't wife's down. a wonderful woman. She wouldn't complain. Well, she doesn't complain because she's trained me to have it always down, and there's always. Uh, toilet paper ubiquitous at her use. But mm-hmm. this being said, mm-hmm. why is it a situation? Right. Why is there a situation where I have to like sit here and spend energy yep. thinking I have to put this toilet seat down. I have to have this TP on, on deck mm-hmm. when I'm not using it's it. It's not my in problem. The same volume. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that as being considerate, but at the same time, I'm just thinking if I'm always using these two, th- two situations, situations as i like to call it Mm -hmm, sometimes mm -hmm. i need to have this set up for my success i'm not going to rely on someone else i'm not going to 
close my eyes and cross the street. <laughs> Apropos comparison. <laughs> you should look before you say it. That's what I'm just saying. That's my PSA for the day. That's good. And this spins off into our Q&A. I got a sponsor. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Q&A with J&J brought to you by Yay! Cherry Blossoms. A positive sponsor this week. Nice. On my street here, Haltane, I've noticed this week, driving the kids to school, the cherry blossoms are starting to uh, mm-hmm. to do their thing. And then mm-hmm. <laughs> March talking, 1st. Talking my language. Maybe a little bit early, but also I'm here for the pink and white flurry. Hell yeah. It's great. Is that snow? No, that's just cherry blossoms it's fluttering down. So beautiful. Really excited to see it. Spring is around the corner. Take that, Puxatani Phil. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. We were just talking about chivalry. Wow. The, the potential were death. Were we of ever? It. Chivalry and other things. Were we ever? <laughs> I'm going to pose a question to you, my friend, and mm-hmm. the listeners out there as well. You can chime in. What's more chivalrous? Mm. Opening the door for someone? Putting the toilet seat down, as, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. Talked about earlier. Offering a jacket if your your friend, your partner is, is cold. Mm-hmm. Or pulling the chair out when they need to sit down. Wait, is chivalry, is that only, does that only, is that relationship only between the sexes? Or no, is that, I don't think so. I okay. think it could be like your Just, partner. Yeah, I see. Or like um, sort of like um, entering into sort of the manners, what you deem appropriate for those situations, doesn't matter. I'm sure there's a bossy bottom out there that likes chivalry. <laughs> Bossy bottom I didn't have on the bet stamp app for uh, words, sentences that would be spoken tonight on March 1st. Yeah. Um, Bossy bottom. What's more chivalrous? Opening a door, toilet seat down, offering a jacket. Hmm. I mean, I'll open a door. Call me an old-fashioned Canadian, eh? Avonette Timmy's watching the briar. I'll hold a door. (laughs) If I see, I know you like that. If I see someone turning the corner and I think they're heading into the door I am, I'll stand there for up upwards of ninety seconds to get make sure they don't have to. I love that about you. Yeah, to to open a door with their own power, I'll stand there. I'm not in a rush. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'll do that. That's great. I'll do that. Um, put the toilet seat down. I'm not great at that. <laughs> Socks. Socks. Uh, offering a jacket. I can't remember the last time I did that. If I'm being honest, I mean, I've been. If I was still in the dating pool, I think you just mentioned that. If I was still in the dating, <laughs> if I was pool, courting. If I was courting, yeah, right. But also, we're in if Victoria. If I was tindering, we're in Victoria. You're probably not nah, wearing a jacket. No, probably not. Get your Patagucci on. That's right. And yeah, pull out a chair. That seems too old fashioned. It does. That, that seems, seems like too old line. fashioned. Old, too old fashioned, like Mabel and Gloria. A little right? bit, like a yeah. little bit. That's how I feel. Yeah. You got anything there? It's funny because, like the the dad, been with my partner for decade and a half plus or whatever, feels like just putting the toilet seat down is is the is enough is enough. But yeah. you you know what? Just to go back to your previous point, we need to start asking the women in our lives. To put the toilet seat up. <laughs> Let's reverse it. Yeah. Let's twist it, flip it, and reverse it in the words of Missy Elliott. The matriarchy. Let's turn it back. <laughs> I want to, When you get up tomorrow morning to hang a rat and that toilet seat's down, I want you to tell your lovely partner, hey, the toilet seat's down. 
I can't work with this. I can't work with this. Daddy's home, <laughs> and I need that thing up. I have needs. I have needs. It just came to me. <laughs> oh, man. So We may have lost all our... <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of female <laughs> listeners, and we no. thank you for listening. Of course, we're we're just being jocular. <laughs> Great word. <laughs> I'll let you decide the answers at home, listeners. Uh, hit us up on Instagram if you got a, a take on this. Find let's, your own path. <laughs> let's take a break. Mac McClung's back in Cage City, JC. NBA's into the second half. Let's talk NBA briefly, briefly. I want to start with the Warriors. Steve Kerr, two-year extension, head coach there, longtime head coach there. He gets two more years. Aligns with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson to the bench. That hurts. I want to talk Washington State basketball later when we get into the NCAA. NCAA. Draymond Green still hitting people, still sort of that that power point forward doing his thing he doesn't pee sitting down andrew wiggins is still <laughs> is still there is he is he not i don't know what's going with a wig you remember that you know i had this moment today where i remember thinking god i remember the that movement after his one year at kansas tank for wiggins that was that was a thing that was real <clears throat> was he maple jordan yeah i think he was <laughs> I think he was. So br- let, just briefly, as you would say, let's talk Warriors for a second. Let's talk Warriors for a second. Now, they're sitting – what are they sitting in the Western Conference? Currently, they are at the nine seed. Nine, so they're nine on the outside looking in in this moment with a long way to go, 32 games to go. How are you feeling about the Warriors? How are you feeling about the Warriors right now, Jamal? Great question. I watched them last week against Denver, and that's kind of a – Difficult litmus test because Denver beat the Knicks two nights ago. Yep. in MSG, beat the Raptors tonight. Yep, at Scotiabank. Yeah, East Coast, uh, kind of a tour of the East Coast right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't. They're scary, and in, in the sense that they're a a bit of a um, sleeping bear or whatever you want to say. Because, sleeping giant. Thank you, sleeping giant. Because. <clears throat> I mean, they've been there, done that so many times. Have they ever? Yeah, so many t-shirts. And yes, Clay is in his finest self, but last week he turned it on when he needed to uh, in that first half against Denver. He had like 20 plus. I feel for Clay. I like Clay. Kind of a different dude, different soul. I yes. like that about him. Recently I watched this video of him like boating across like, oh, yeah. East Bay to go to practice or a game yeah no that's good traveling right was he wearing captain's hat maybe maybe (laughs) can you imagine on the way home after the game you know he's had a couple coors lights in the room and he's like (laughs) hops in his boat and just goes across i like i like that visual there's some implications if you're on the sea a lot of bad things happen in boats so hopefully he got home safely (laughs) his chaperone he'll be all right he's probably in the boat right now yeah um what was I going to say? Andrew Wiggins kind of dried up on us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, but I still think these guys are formidable. Like, I wouldn't want to face them. And we're going to talk about this a little bit later. No. But they're sleeping giant, as you said. I think they don't look at their finest point right now, but you can figure Draymond's just getting back into the fold. Kaminga is still emerging. Like, he's going to mm-hmm. be really good. And we're watching it in front of our eyes right now. It's happening. Clay Thompson could be, if he gets comfortable, could be like the perfect six man. Yeah. 
they're small, but I think that they can, in the right situation, make some noise in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Podziemski? What's that kid's name? Yeah, you're right. Podziemski or something like that. Yeah. From Santa Clara. He's a lefty, and we... We love a lefty, and we will love a Santa Clara Bronco. Shout out to our guy, number 13, Steve Nash. Yes, sir. Number one in the hearts around here. For sure. He does a little bit of everything. He's always kind of on the cusp of a triple-double. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind of a weird like two-guard, like doesn't really score a lot, but does so many little things that don't get captured in the stat sheet, and I like his game. And he's a rookie. Wow, wild. And we are, we're agreeing that Draymond's like kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and we're just yes. rolling with it. Yeah. We take we take the pros, we take the cons. It's like that wild card friend that you just kind of live with, right? <laughs> so true. Right? I had a, I listened to the Andre Iguodala uh, interview with Ryan Rosillo this week and he said so well. Was that good? It was pretty good. It was actually, uh, Iguodala is really on his on his shit like it was really good is he the president of the the players association maybe okay, okay. It, it, he's, he's he was talking about work and that seems like it it, uh, it rings a bell okay we'll we'll check that i will say this though he mm-hmm. said that mm-hmm. this is like such a great quote draymond is the tallest six five guy he's ever seen nice Nice. That was so nice. good. Nice. Let's stay in the NBA. How about um I mean if you're gonna let's stay on the West Coast, I guess, Jamal. How about LeBron? Hey. Oof. LeBron at thirty-nine. LeBron at thirty-nine. Two nights ago. Yeah. Tell me what he did. I well, sent you the I sent you the the Twitter feed the other night, but tell me again. They're playing the Clippers and their newfangled uh, logo and and icon. Clippers and, are hot. We'll talk yeah. if the Clippers are real soon. Because exactly, we got to get there. But right, we were we were poo-pooing the the Clippers early in the season when they had that trade for Harden, but they've been resurgent and been mm-hmm. really great. Mm-hmm. And Lakers down, I think twenty one at one point in the right. second half. Yep. yep. And LeBron put the team on his back, and threes. D's doing everything mm-hmm. and they came back and they won the game and you the know battle of the staples center the battle of staples center the sit on the other side the tunnel series yeah. yeah it was great i mean and this is like kind of the last iteration of that because the lake uh, excuse me the clippers are moving to inglewood moving to their new always facilities. up to no good <laughs> that's right and it was kind of cool just to see that happen and then he said, but pretty but pretty cool that LeBron can still flip that switch and, oh, and yeah. go when he needs to go. Yeah, he still has it there. And it's what did he score in the fourth quarter? I think he had like 21. Is that good? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. hit 21 in the latter stages of the game when it comes to uh, closing time. And then they had a game against uh, Washington who's, you know, not setting the world on fire. but The Bullets. Yeah, <laughs> the almost bullets. That's right. And man, he had a closed down block that was reminiscent. I was talking about Iguodala a couple of minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You remember when Warriors Iguodala had that that layup and LeBron nice. comes out of nowhere and just swoops nice. in and blocks nice. it. Yep. Well, he had a similar uh, kind of a block, and then he had uh, followed up with a three. They got the job done, and LeBron just looks he's like... He's a boss. Oh, yeah, just drinking from the fountain of youth. And 
it's wild. Like I just like mm-hmm. they're starting to move into that playoff mode, as you said. Like we're like thirty games or less left. So we've got Minnesota one. Yes, we've got OKC. OKC. We got OKC two. Half game back. Denver, Jamal and the Joker three. We got the Mavs at eight. Yeah. Where are the Warriors? The Dubs are ten. And where are the Lakers? Dubs are nine, Lakers ten. That's what I said. Yeah. Dubs are nine, Lakers are ten. That's juicy. Now, man, I I, I still can't believe Minnesota's won. I can't either. Like, I, they started strong. I thought they would fizzle and they would sort of slide. But they haven't. And I actually thought that about, you know, I really like OKC. I thought that OKC was going to do that too. They haven't yet. Man, you got to be one of those two young teams, Minnesota 1, OKC 2. The last thing they want to see is the Mavs with Luka balling out. Yes. I mean, he he's not interested in defense as all, at all. No. No. Optional. Or at 9, Warriors at 10, or or Warriors at 9, Lakers at 10. Like, they don't want to meet those teams. They don't want any part of that. No. And that's a great call because I'm just looking at this and I'm thinking, yes, you're young, you're upstarts. Uh, Minnesota, I believe, is like 14, sorry, 42 and 18 right now. And Oklahoma City is a, a half game back. They've been battling. Sure. Great. We've seen these, t- we've seen teams in the past have electric seasons and then get to the playoffs <laughs> and then a f- a switch flips. And yeah. then it's different. It's different. And it's I different. wonder if. Those teams. Playoff basketball. Shout out to men's and women's college and high school teams across North America right now. It's different. It's different. Yeah. Best out of seven. I'm wondering if those guys, like, who, for you, who are the teams that you would not want to face? Let's just say you're in Minnesota, Oklahoma City. You've got Laker, the Lakers and Golden State in a playoff. I, I would, I, like I just said, I wouldn't want to play any of those teams if I'm in Minnesota or OKC. <laughs> right. right? Like, I haven't watched enough Minnesota and Chris Finch, Finchy. I haven't watched enough of Finchy to really know. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I'd probably bet with my Betstamp app. Shout out to Betstamp. I'd probably take the Mavs or the Warriors or the Lakers against any of those two teams. Denver, yeah, that's different. Sacramento was hot last year. We saw them get into game seven with the the Warriors. They got it done in Sacramento. Yeah. Same thing, Minnesota, Oklahoma City um, as a – Fran Fraschella once said they're a year away from being a year away. Yep. That's how I feel about those teams. Yeah. And good on them, but there's a little way to go. NBA is getting good. It's finally time to dive into the NBA. NBA is fun again. You want to talk NCA while we're in the basketball world? Yeah. I want to talk what, about what, what world. I want to talk about your favorite player in the world, Caitlin Clark. I mean, I want to talk about Caitlin Clark too. What are your thoughts on where Caitlin Clark is now, Jamal? Everything. Well, actually, that's actually a good point. You you said sort of facetiously that Caitlin Clark, my favorite player, the biggest player in the world. Do you remember a time? I was thinking about this today. Do you remember a time where a female player was so much more mm. important or had so much more star power around? them her than a male player because i can't i can't i can't now there's, there's names that come up but they're not on the same level like agreed. i think about like uh rebecca lobo i think about cheryl sure. swoops shamiqua holds claw yes 
Oh, she was great. She uh, was Tennessee, great. I believe, right? That's right. Um, you think about those those folks. Who's the Who's the the woman who does the TNT uh, from Chicago? Plays for Las Vegas. Will Bond Barkley always giving her a hard time. Oh. Used to be married to Sheldon Williams. She was on TV every night. Um, oh my God, and Candace Parker. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, great, great women players. But there is something to be said for what's happening with Caitlin Clark. Yes. It is pretty fucking cool to use an F-bomb. Man, I mean, again, I can't believe the biggest story in college basketball is Caitlin Clark. I don't remember the last time. She's the most... I'm repeating myself, but on purpose, like... I don't think this is a hot take. She's the most recognizable player in college basketball. State Farm, Gatorade, Nike. Apparently, if there was a while there where her family was handling her her interests, like her business interests, and they're like, we can't do this anymore. They hired the firm. They outsourced it. It's not just because she's about to set the scoring record. And 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 then the other day she's she's stated even though she has sort of a covid fifth year that she wants to use that she can use if she wants to she's going to the wa wnba next year the indiana fever your indiana fever have the first pick overall they'd be crazy not to take her so she's oh gonna God. stay she's gonna stay what a great fit what a great fit right she's you know to me i'm not gonna check a map but it feels like that's just down the street oh, it's close they're in the big 10 country Couple, yeah. yeah it's a flyover state right yeah you know <laughs> yeah it's a layered yeah <laughs> anyway she's gonna go to the indiana next year which is connecting to iowa big 10 as you said caitlin clark is selling out Every arena she plays in. Every yes. arena. They yes. played they played in Minnesota this week. It was packed. The Big Ten tournament, JC, because who knows if I was gonna advance or who they're gonna play. Like you're just buying tickets in a tournament, you don't know the teams. The whole Big Ten women's tournament sold up out. Sold out. That's awesome. First time ever. Yeah. Um highest uh they play Iowa plays Ohio State on Sunday on okay. Fox. I read somewhere today on Twitter, don't call it X, that that's the the regular season. That's the highest priced women's basketball game ticket ever. Ever. And we're not even talking about a Final Four. We're not talking about a Final Four, which they may or may not make, right? We've got uh, Don Staley at South Carolina, a deeper team, probably a better team. Undefeated. But they don't have the star power of Caitlin Clark. And I don't think we've seen star power like this in women's hoops. And, And this rivals, we don't need to compare. This rivals any men's player that we've seen in the last 20 years. Like, this is... This is, <clears throat> we talk about representation all the time. Yes. And this, man, this is, um, I, I think this is really cool. And I'm not just saying that because I coach two girls basketball teams and I got three daughters. Like, this is cool. Little boys are wearing Caitlin Clark jerseys and jerseys. Like, this is, this is cool shit. And as stated in the last episode, episode 46. Yes. It's the way she plays. It's the moxie she plays with. It's the logo threes. It's the swag. It's the playmaker. She's got that playmaking ability. She dishes the rock. And and also she's got that confidence. She's got that air. There's no missteps. 
I think, I think when she gets to the WNBA, the WNBA takes a step. Yes. They, it takes a step. Now, we really liked in the last episode, we talked about uh, Steph Curry of the aforementioned um, the Warriors of San Francisco and um, Brianna Andrescu in the three-point contest. That uh, I, I heard today on the radio, that was the peak of the ratings for um, All-Star, All-Star Weekend. Weekend. Yeah. You're telling me next weekend if we have Steph and Sabrina and we've got Caitlin Clark and Dame Lillard, sure, that that isn't Ooh. like a like a two on two sort of shooting combination in in any combination of those four athletes that that's not going to make you tune in. I'm tuning in for that, and you know how I feel about All Star Weekend. I'm tuning in <laughs> for that, JC. Like that's cool to me, right? Oh, and she's yeah. gonna ha- she's gonna have that, and she's building. And knock on wood, cross your fingers, meatball sub through the legs. Hopefully she doesn't get hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, there's like, we got something here. I agree. You nailed it. There's nothing really else to say other than I just think that she's elite and we haven't seen anything like her for like at all. And the sky's the limit. And it's really going to enhance the uh, WNBA game, as you said. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm, I'm hoping that she goes deep and there's more eyeballs on her, like in the next uh, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, if Iowa makes a turn, a turn like you just said, yeah, man, there's going to be 30 million people watching her in North America. If they can win a couple rounds, maybe make it to the second weekend, which isn't a guarantee, right? Even with her star power, it's not a guarantee, right? Um, shout out to your friends at the University of Virginia who know that. <laughs> For right? sure. Who is it? Or or one seeds don't always advance. Or Canadian Zach Eady and the Purdue Boilermakers last year, Big if time. you remember, if you know, you know, as you would say. But there's something special about Caitlin Clark, and I'm into it. Not just because I'm trying to brainwash my three daughters into be just absolute gunners like Caitlin Clark, but there's some <laughs> there's something really cool here. I just, one last thought on her, like she just the like. No fear, like like a 1990s T-shirt, like no fear. Absolutely, I will pull from anywhere the green light and the put faith. it right and put it right in your eye. Yeah, I love that. And she's cold blooded, man. She's cold blooded, and just the like audacity as well afterwards. Like you know, every game she goes into, she is the focal point for the yeah. other team. And and that's what I was trying to say, JC. She's handled it so well. Oh yeah. There's been no missteps. There's no. been no there's been no weird stories about her or anything, right? Like th- yeah. she's handled it so well. Like just seems to have a great head on her shoulders. Kudos to her parents. Oh yeah. Good upbringing, as Good they say. Good upbringing, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about uh two games tomorrow. I want to talk about Ooh. two games tomorrow quickly yeah. while we're still talking NCA hoops. Men's NCAA hoops. We've got. I want you to paint me a picture. Tomorrow we got the VCU Rams. You're your school. You're an alumni of VCU. You send them money every month. You've told me how much you send. I won't Allegedly. tell the listeners. You got that journalism degrees from VCU. Now they play the Richmond Spiders, which to me, not spending any time in the state of Virginia feels. I mean, that's the intercity derby, is it not? Oh yeah. Like that, those are two schools. How many? Deal. How many miles away? How many kilometers away? Like we're throwing Six, a rock. Seven. So is that 
where's that game tomorrow night? Is that VCU or at Richmond? I believe it's at Richmond tomorrow. So is that set the scene for me on that? Like that game's got to be a hot ticket in town. Mm. Like that gym's got to have some enthusiasm and some juice. Paint, paint a picture of that tomorrow night, JC. I've always said, and I'll say it again, never have a mascot that your opponent can step on and kill. So spiders, Ugh. I don't know what you're doing out there. Shout out to Coach Nat. But at the same time, hey, they've had a great season. They're the number one seed in the conference right now. Yeah, they are. Doing really well. VCU's, they're one. VCU's like four, four, I think. Yeah, You nailed it. Exactly. So we got to go into their barn and see if we can get something done tomorrow. U of R has really exceeded expectations this year. They've, yeah, they they had like a okay recruiting recruiting class, but not to this extent, and this is is a bit of a surprise. And yeah, we've been playing well. VCU is the we here. I, I like that we speak. <laughs> we've been playing well, so we'll see if we can get the job done tomorrow. But it's gonna be a tough one. I think it's midday. I think it's like a three or three thirty uh, local and Eastern Standard. So. If you are so inclined on the West Coast and you're going to watch, you uh, want to have your uh, Starbucks breakfast sandwich and lunch, you can watch it. But it's going to be a hot one for sure. You going to catch a little bit? You going to try and dial in for a little bit of the second half if it works in your Saturday family schedule? I'll try to find a stream somewhere and yeah. see what's going on. See if my guy Luong just is like ramming on guys, mm-hmm. pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got some high flyers. I think U of R's honestly got a bit more talent. But um, remember hey. last year, just to go back a year for context, we loved that lefty. Oh yeah, Ace Ace, Ace Baldwin. Ace Baldwin, who along with the coach went to Penn State of That's your right. VCU Rams. They moved on to Penn Didn't State. Didn't work out so well. Not all big, moves. Big Ten's a challenge. Not all moves are easy. Um, and he was. I really liked his game too. But this has got to be a good. This has got to be a really fun game in in the city of Richmond tomorrow. Oh, yeah. U of R, I think it's got 21 wins on the season. I think VCU's at 19. So, and, um, like, this winner of this game could get in the tournament a little oh, yeah. bit. You know, both of these teams are in contention for the tournament, but this is a big game. Yep. It's a big game one or two weeks outside of the conference tournament play in the A-10. I like this. Yeah, they can get a bid outside of the uh, conference tournament, potentially. So, it's a big deal. We'll see what happens. I think all eyes are on Richmond if you're in a certain uh, neck of the woods tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be exciting. And then if you're out here on the West Coast, all eyes are on uh, the Zags and the uh, – Fighting Australians. The Fighting Aussies, St. Mary's. Oi, oi, oi. Are, are St. Mary's Huskies? Ah, uh, what are they? I don't know what their mascot <laughs> is. They're it's the a, Fighting Aussies. Yeah, exactly. They're the St. Mary Fighting Is our guy um from last year? Um, oh, I was, I Aiden. Gonna, Aiden. Uh, yeah. I was going to say Liam. Our guy, Aiden. The funny thing is his name's Aiden, and he's a local. Like, uh, yeah, Cal Berkeley couldn't yeah, recruit him. Couple. But maybe Madsen can get him to... Uh, so we've Get got an IL deal next year. We were entering that time of the college basketball season where we were playing rivals. We just talked about Caitlin Clark and Iowa playing Ohio State on Sunday, and your school VCU playing uh, uh, the University of Richmond in a hotly contested night tomorrow in Richmond. God, that'll be a cracker. And then we've got the WCC. We got the Zags of Spokane playing the fighting Aussies of St. Mary's. And that's, that is the preeminent matchup in that conference. Like we're right there, folks. The madness is here. Get with it or get gone. Yeah, exactly. Zags haven't been what they have been in the past, but at the same time, it's going to be an interesting Mm-mm. matchup. We'll see. Zags what are right. 13. I think St. Mary's is a little bit higher in this case. Yeah. Maybe in the twenties or so. Yeah. yeah. 
Zags are are don't have their recruits and they don't have like the the studs they normally have this year, but obviously still really strong. Yeah, shout out to Rachel Dolezal if you know, but and her, uh, her curly hair. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Briefly before we get out here for a uh, a break, I wanted to say this: as it stands, what I've seen forecasted for the number one seeds in the tournament. Yeah. Purdue and Greedy Zakidi. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. UConn, defending champs, are going to have a number one potentially. Yeah. Houston, kind of a bit of a, a late, uh, later like legacy here. But as of time of recording, the current number one seed. Yep. And then uh, Arizona Wildcats. The Cats. Yeah. Arizona Wildcats. And then on the fringe there, you've got uh, UNC with RJ Davis and uh, ninth year senior Armando Baycott from uh, Richmond. You guys went to high school together. That's right. That's right. <laughs> he's still grabbing boards. <laughs> he's still there breaking records. It's like, uh, good for like, him. How long was Eric Montrose here? Because I'm going to stay longer. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> good for him. Yeah. But those are um, what's happening. We're going to talk more of. NCAA. I think you, you, him, and uh, Baycott were all in the same recruiting class as uh, Richard McCant. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Richard McCant. What a flashback. Yeah. We were hanging out with uh, yeah, was, Raymond Felton. You of know? course you were. Ed Cota was. <laughs> Ed Cota. Ed Cota was uh, <laughs> doing the lineup. So good. So good. Let's take a break. Welcome back to the Sports Class with Justin Jamal. We're going to talk a little bit of that hockey. JK, your Canucks, they were surging, and now they've uh, had a bit of a dip, 1-5-1 and one in the last seven. Tell me about it. I want to mention off the hop, Jamal, thanks for asking about my Canucks, because you know I am firmly, firmly seated back on the bandwagon. I want to talk about Arshdeep Baines, local kid, lower mainland guy, kid from Surrey, East Indian young man. Nice. Played played his minor hockey in Surrey. Didn't get drafted into junior hockey. Worked his way through junior B, junior A. Played major junior. Didn't get drafted by the NHL. Got picked up as a free agent. He's mid-20s now. He's playing in Abbotsford with the Canucks AHL team. He gets called, called up to his hometown team. If you've been watching any of the broadcasts over the last couple of weeks, they're showing last week, they're showing him as just a young kid in Canucks paraphernalia, like the hometown boy, pretty cool. And here he is being called up. I said to you a moment ago, just off mic, Rick Tockett likes the way he plays. Guys like to play with him. But you and I want to talk about representation on this pod. And I, I am absolutely in agreement with that. And here's a guy, a local kid, who had to battle. Nothing was given to him. Works his way up. Now playing for his hometown team and looking like a lot of people where he lives and where he's from and in Vancouver and in BC and everywhere. But, you know, just speaking more locally, this is what we talk about when you and I talk about representation and why we don't like the name the Kansas City Chiefs, why we're talking about Caitlin Clark why we talked about what we talked about in Black History Month and the other air, the other things that you and I have conversed about this, and I actually think we're doing a really good job on that. But here is representation. Here's a kid from the lower mainland, battles through, doesn't get drafted, doesn't get drafted at two or three different levels, now playing in the NHL. Head coach likes him. BC boy, I mean, 
we're almost in the spring and and that's when hockey gets really fun and this is a cool story to speak locally here in vancouver vancouver island no that's so great i agree with you it's really cool to see him come through the ranks you know what we always want to believe that sports are a meritocracy and for someone to work and toil and get to that point that they've been trying to achieve mm-hmm. trying i'm not to gonna to. google it but i think he's 26 i could be wrong on that but it's cool late bloomer late bloomer yeah but just to get to that point and and have someone see you and mm-hmm. have all of that blood sweat and tears rewarded awesome even if it's short term it's still really awesome and especially the fact that like a preeminent team like the canucks are, are doing business this year so are they ever yeah they're going for it they're going for it um, NHL trade deadline next Friday, a week today, March 8th. Chris Tanev went from the Calgary Flames to the Dallas Stars. I kind of got a soft spot for the Dallas Stars for some reason. I think because it's a local product. Jamie Benn has played there forever, and no one's yeah. really given, again, local product from here on the southern tip of Vancouver Island. Jamie Benn has plotted, as you would say. But, yeah, next Friday, we'll see what the Canucks do. I'm going to try my best to sort of drag you into the Canucks and um, and uh, Alec Ovechkin and your caps. But right. hockey's about to get really interesting, and there's a lot of reasons to dial in. No, I'm excited about it. I want to talk about Matt Rimpy a little bit. Uh, guys come up through the ranks for the New York Rangers, made a name for himself, uh, brawling a bit on the ice here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as a casual fan at least how it's being fed to me. I'm wondering if this guy is another toxic kid that's out there trying to make a name for himself um, or if he's actually someone of substance and contributing to the game. What are your thoughts on it? Good question. Um, This is a young guy coming up with the New York Rangers, as mentioned. I don't think he's toxic. No, he's a young guy, and he's kind of out there. He is trying to make a name for himself. Absolutely he is. But I don't think he's toxic. He's doing things on the ice that are that are cool with me. He's not making toxic decisions. Like he's not swinging on somebody, or he's not you know sort of he he's new to the NHL. He's not sort of stepping over into you know taking a run at a a guy who's been in the league for ten years and doing something stupid. So I would not categorize him as toxic. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Um, again, just my opinion. But but yeah, he's making his name for for himself, and this is that pinch point of like, what's the line in in fighting in hockey, right? Like, as you said, there are some things that are toxic and don't look good, and and I think as a tier four hockey player, like there's times when fighting's kind of kind of appropriate. A tainted view it may be, but that's that's kind of where I'm at. But this kid's coming up. He's there's no doubt, though, but let's be clear. Let's be clear. There's a reason why MMA, which we've almost never talked about on the gloss, (laughs) is so popular because when stuff happens, people don't turn away when bloodlust people don't turn away. So it's still exciting. I, I still think there's a place for it in the game that that fighting should be part of the game. I don't like some of the the nastiness at times, but I think fighting should definitely still be part of the game. And this this young fellow, this Matt Rempe, I don't know if you saw him on TV after his last fight against a guy in the the Blue Jackets. Yeah, he had a freaking shiner on him that was that admirable. Was a, that was a very serious, a very admirable <laughs> black eye that he had, and he played through it. 
Rimpy ain't no shrimpy. That's for sure. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, so he's out there. He's doing the thing. He's grinding, yeah. Just like us, and, and we're grinding to a, a slowly to a halt here. As but- mentioned, anyway, the last point of that, Jamal, is that NHL trade deadline, trade deadline is a week from today. You know, I think that actually more trades happen in the NHL than in other deadlines. Like if I, yeah. was, to, if I was to compare to the NBA, for obvious reasons, they both play 82 games. Their seasons run about the same time. There's always more trades in the NHL. So things may actually happen. They may not, but they may happen as we head into next Friday. So, yeah, the NHL is getting good. Uh, next one, JC, as we as we we settle on the best of the rest. And I just want to say, if I may, if I may, tomorrow, March 2nd, my favorite team, the team that I've watched live in action more than any other other team in my life, my Vancouver Whitecaps hey. kick off their 50th, their 50th season tomorrow. Saturday, March 2nd, their their home opener. They've already sold almost 30,000 tickets for the game. It's really hard to get a GA ticket for that game. They're playing the aforementioned business hub of the South. They're playing Charlotte FC. There you go. There we go as it all ties together. They're blue. They're white. They're Charlotte FC's GICs. <laughs> anyway, so so... My Whitecaps are back at it tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Their other most teams in the MLS have have already played a game. For some reason, the Whitecaps haven't. If you remember last year, listen back in previous episodes of the Gloss. I went down to Portland to watch the Caps. Most recently, as I do every seven years, I went to Vancouver to watch the Caps <laughs> at BC Place in their their last game actually before this. So I I am incorrect. They actually were playing in close to us about. 30 minutes north in Langford not so long ago. So, man, I, you know, the Whitecaps are my, I guess they're probably my favorite team. If I'm traveling to watch them, I'm into soccer. I'm into the Whitecaps. I love the MLS. I wanted to ask you about being the fashion icon that you are. Oh. So, so I want to be clear. Earlier we were kind of talking, sort of was layered, but maybe like gender roles, but... I'm not a person who who loves pink. I don't love yeah. pink. I don't love pink. It's not I don't wear a lot of pink shirts. I don't know. I guess I'm not I'm not man enough to wear salmon. It's all right. You know, Cameron. But but um man Inter Miami's FC, the best player in the world. Yes. Which is playing in the the North American best league that is most accessible to most people listening to this podcast. And as mentioned, I just stated I'm a Vancouver Whitecaps fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my fandom is real. I love Messi rolling around in that pink and black uni, that, that Miami, that Beckham uni. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. And um, this is going to be a great, great year, great year for the MLS. This is why, come on now, North American soccer fans. For sure. Apple Plus, be damned. Let's go. I think. Agreed. <laughs> Messi, you've got Luis uh, Suarez coming up into the team. You've still got those holdovers from the past season. Luis Suarez, the biter. Yeah. Yeah. I always call him Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like Star Wars. 
um you've got him coming into the fold and you've got like Busquets and like all but uh yeah all but all the, the guys that they've had in the past yeah i like alba, the, alba yeah thank you jordi alba i like the pink that's what i'm saying it, it's cool like it's now it's cool like now i don't know cool. like i see it i'm just like damn that looks that's... so that brings me full circle I'm at our school where our kids go to school. I'm yes. at the Wednesday pink shirt right. assembly. Anti-bullying. Wear your pink shirt. You know what I see in the crowd? In a grade one or two young girl? A pink and black messy kit. Oh, what a flex. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. There we have it. Hey. We got the pink and black Messy inter Miami FC at at our kids bullying day assembly. Pink we're, day, pink day. We're a long way from Miami. There's no Bienvenido a Miami here. So that's pretty that's pretty neat, man. It is cool. Like it's just permeated everything. Like Messi is ubiquitous. He's like you said, goat material for sure. Yeah. And then like he's also brought pink to he's made he's made hearts pink, and minds has he ever has he ever <laughs> no i love it and that like, you had a question here as well like do you think that ronaldo regrets going the way that he did into he took the money and went to saudi arabia yeah but also like money's great but prestige different aspects what's your take on that should he have uh done it differently there's no way that I cannot see now, aside from his bank account, which, you know. Is, but he didn't really need the money at that point, right? He, there's been times when Ronaldo, CR7, has, and remember, it wasn't so long ago, it, you know, it's actually been most of the last 10 years that the, the question's been who's better, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo or Messi. Yeah. And Argentina winning the World Cup sort of, Big exclamation point on that, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of credit on both sides of the conversation. But at this point, as they're in their late 30s, like you and I are actually, you and I are in our late 20s. Hey. I mean, uh, Messi wins the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. And and Ronaldo's seen um, gesturing sort of the male masturbation. <laughs> This week, yeah. This week in some game in Saudi Arabia. Like, I know he's making heaps of dough to be there, but I saw the the other night he played, again, don't quote me on this, he played in like 5,300 people. Like, they played a Division II, Saudi Saudi Arabian Division II club at an away park, and there was like nobody there. Yeah. I mean, those checks still clear every Thursday. It, it, (laughs) It doesn't matter. For sure. Right? It doesn't matter. But. No, at the same time, yeah, like at this age, he, he they don't still. Need, they don't need the money, like you said. Yeah. He could still make an impact somewhere. I'm sure he would love to be in Los Angeles or like Miami or, or New or, York. Or my second favorite team, they drop him in Portland, a, a oh, mid-sized yeah. to big American market. Like that's, oh, that's yeah. huge. He'd be a hero. Heaven forbid the white caps. I've been on I've been telling you this on and off mic for two years. They they I need the white caps to sign an aging, an aging European star. Let's go. That's what makes soccer click. 
right? For sure. Don't forget, it wasn't that long ago that Ibrahimovic was playing with LA Galaxy, and that was like he was really great. He went on to play a couple more years in Italy, right? Like, man, come on. Phone a friend. Can we get a guy? Who's got those? Who's <laughs> got those Saudi dollars? But I get that. I guess that's what he took, Jamal. No, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> The Saudi do- dollars, I don't know, money, money talks and bullshit walks, but I feel like he he's missing an opportunity, and and we'll see. Like uh, the legacy will will pan out. Give us like six months, and we're advertising for some Saudi company on the gloss because they have <laughs> someone showing us some dope. Just yeah, sports we're just, the gloss. As, we're just as guilty as Cristiano. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know what? I'll sell out. I'll sell out for free. Sell out yeah, with totally. me tonight. Yeah. I take back what I said. He took, <laughs> he took the money and, you know, he made that decision. He'll be okay. It was a smart decision. Yeah. <laughs> Spring has sprung. Puxatawney fills a liar. And, uh, <laughs> you know, groceries are going up. As we always say, and we mean it more in March than any other month, what do we say, JC, to the people, to the listeners? Survive in advance. Keep your head on a swivel out there. Enjoy your time. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at the Sports Gloss. If you've enjoyed the last little chunk of time, tell a friend. We love. Also, we love when we get DM pictures. We've had a few uh, people sending screenshots. Sorry, not screenshots. Pictures of their screens and like their cars when they're driving in their commutes and listening to the Sports Gloss. We we really love those. So if you have any of those send them to the sports class on instagram again please tell your friends slip into the dms slip into the dms with a dirty picture of your listening habits <laughs> 47 is a wrap we'll see you next week oh we've got uh, we got some guests coming up we got a guest on the books in pencil next week we've got another one shortly after that yes stay tuned to the gloss things are happening jc Again, what do we say to the people? Survive in advance. We'll see you next week. Peace.